Do you feel like you have a divine purpose or perhaps already know you do? Are you discovering how much of a divine being you truly are? On this journey, you may have experienced a romantic divine connection. Perhaps it's a soulmate or a twin flame. You know that there is a higher purpose, but it feels quite unclear at the beginning. It's intense, exciting and scary all at the same time. Perhaps you're already in union with a divine partner and sharing your mission work to help raise the vibration of humanity through your presence and partnership. If any of this resonates, then today's episode is for you. Welcome, Soul Tribe, to another episode of Divine Feminines. And today we are talking about divine partnerships. I'm so excited because today's guest has also got the same name as me, Stephanie Walton, also a Scorpio, even better. And you may know Stephanie as All Scars Heal from her YouTube channel. That's how I found Stephanie. And I'm so grateful that she's here today. Stephanie is an intuitive psychic tarot reader, twin flame guide and healer, a mum of three and a grandmother of three grandchildren who inspire her every day. She started her own brand of healing candles and eventually plans to write books. She's enjoying collecting charity and supporting people in need and believes in lifting each other up and loves learning about different cultures. And how romantic is this? She recently was married in Paris. And we have one more thing in common. I speak French and she got married in Paris. So with that being said, and how romantic, Stephanie, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah, I'm no longer surprised uh, when I meet people. So, you know, how we've met, I'm not surprised at all. I'm just happy that I've met another person in your soul tribe. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I came across your um, YouTube channel, All Scars Hill. I think it was, it's been about a year, maybe I've been subscribed to you watched one of your readings, uh, a Scorpio one, and I was like, I re- I just liked your energy. I loved your humor. <laughs> the way you spoke about Scorpios, and because you're a Scorpio too, I was like, no, she's just got such a good vibe. So I subscribed, and then every off- every so often, you know, like going for walks and stuff, <laughs> I'd tune in, I'd see what videos have you got. And then it was just like, I'd always tune into you and I'd always find that a lot of the content would resonate, right? Um, especially the way that you describe things and the way you articulated like the energy as like, I really felt your vibe. And then I think it was like, not that long ago, um, a couple of months back, you did a you did a reading and it really just hit home. You know, you started to talk more about purpose and I'm not saying that you haven't before, but that particular episode just, it really hit me at that point, the timing. And you're talking about purpose, divine purpose, and, you know, us being here on Earth, uh, Earth and, you know, our soul mission and m- more of like the meaningfulness to um, partnerships and not just, you know, everyone likes to hear a tarot reading and wants to know about their love life. But I'm a bit more deeper and meaningful being a Scorpio. So that kind of talk sort of really got me and really captured my sort of soul as you were speaking about it and I felt like you know you've probably experienced a lot yourself and that's where I was really attracted by your wisdom so I had to reach out and I was it made my day when you responded so I'm just so happy uh, that you were willing to talk about divine partnerships. I'm glad that you know it reached you and um yeah, it's confirmation for me as well. I think a lot of people don't really see that, that that we as readers also get confirmation from people watching and other uh, soulmates out there. I consider you, you know, part of my soul tribe as well, my soul family. You will have seen, I always put to my soul family on my channel. Yeah. Um, and I don't believe we, you know, met by mistake, if you like. I feel like the minute you message me at like hey I know you that's what I feel when I connect with people like hey I know you and that's exactly what I felt when connecting with you yeah it was it was it was great I mean even just the way you were the way you received me I I I was really thrilled like just the messages we had back and forth and you'd start we started calling each other soul sister already I just was like this feels so right this episode is going to be so exciting 
And, you know, we, we did an episode before about Twin Flames um, earlier on when I first started the podcast, and that can be quite specific. But this whole, you know, point, or let's call it the the divine partnerships, I feel like is a, is a much more broader um, area to discuss. And I thought that you would be the right person to to have this discussion with and to just gain some knowledge from your wisdom and insight from you. So, I mean, in terms of divine partnership, in your opinion, like how do you sort of refer to a divine partnership? What to you uh, makes a divine partnership? Um, now I feel like a divine partnership is like a teammate. It may sound strange to some because when you first start out, it definitely doesn't feel like they're your teammate. But now I definitely feel like it's somebody you will work with to raise the vibrations, to consciously work to liberate um, the energy of love, healing, spiritual transformation of the world, uh, unity, I guess, is what most would see as the goal, unity between two people. But it's more unity of the world I see it as now. Um, so I feel like a divine partnership is somebody we have agreed to do this with. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't limit it to twin flames. Um, I know a lot of people would want it to be their twin flames, but I wouldn't limit it just in that aspect there. But I feel it's about raising vibrations there and you, you instantly have this connection where you know it's the other half of you. Not that we are whole on our own. It's a very deep and complex situation, but you know and recognize. So divine partnership for me is a teammate and somebody I work with to make a conscious effort to raising the vibrations maybe not physically I'm sure we'll probably touch on that later but um yeah it's somebody we work with to physically raise the vibrations and bring unity and liberate the energy of love in the world that's a really beautiful way to articulate it and I think profound as well because the way I feel about divine partnerships the, the word divine in itself right is so is so beautiful and almost yeah. magical and and with what you've said there about raising the vibrations like ultimately if if the teammate concept that resonates for me too so as, as a team as a team if you're working in a team you have this one shared goal right or goals and yeah. you're 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 putting in the effort whether you know it's say like it was you and me and we were a team I'm not saying we're divine partners but just the analogy and we need to grow this beautiful garden you know I might be really good at like the soil work and doing all of that I'm not really good at that but you know yeah yeah <laughs> and and you're really good at finding the right seeds and knowing the temperature to keep um you know to keep plants or um to when to water and what type of moisture but collectively we both have the skills to create that yeah. garden. Yeah. So I kind of, I had to put it in that analogy, just also for the soul tribe listening, because it's divine because there's divine gifts and talents that we that each individual um, has. And um, maybe that's another point, like um, Stephanie, do you feel like in this interaction of divine par partnership that, each other helps, um, you know, the other one to realize that their gifts, to illuminate their gifts and, and vice versa. I do. I, I feel like when twin flames, divine partners, soulmates go through separation, um, it's usually a rude awakening, <laughs> you know, a spiritual, <laughs> awakening. It's, a spiritual awakening is not, you know, butterflies and things like that it's usually a rude awakening um but there's so much we can get from this and one of them is recognition of gifts um being awakened within us as well um so I do believe that we can recognize it sometimes we can't recognize it about ourselves um you know if we've experienced maybe self-doubt and things 
another person may be able to lift us up or inspire us um, about our gifts. So we might have the gift already and just say, no, I can't really do that. I'm not at the stage where I'm ready to put it out there, um, which is something that happened with myself that I kept saying no to my guides. Like, I don't want to go on YouTube. Everybody hates Scorpios. What are you on about? I'm not going oh, on a public no. platform. Um, so, and I, they kept pushing me and pushing me. And then when I did it, um, you know, I was received very well. And then other people sort of helped me to liberate my own gift and mm -hmm. make me comfortable. So I do believe that um, a spiritual catalyst, like a divine partnership separation, can expose or awaken a gift in you. I do believe that, yeah. Um, well, first of all, let me say, I'm so glad that the guides told you to do what, what you did in the end on the YouTube channel. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here today. I see... Your, you know the love of your soul family the soul family that you've created I, I witness that as I watch your videos and I participate and I love I love your posts I, I just love the whole energy that you've created so those that are listening it's all scars heal and honestly if the, the vibe is so good and Stephanie just you've got so great such great encouragement motivation there's humor with it too do you know what I mean um <laughs> And I know what you mean, like, oh, people don't like Scorpios. Do you know that that whole myth about, oh, Scorpios are such a, like, they're the, the worst Zodiac. I remember growing up and you kind of didn't want to say you were a Scorpio because it's like, yeah, oh, they're the freaks of the bunch or they're the players yeah. or they're just, they're bitchy or whatever. Like, everything yeah. that was negative was put to a Scorpio. Don't ask me why. But everything that's positive is also put to them, so... Yeah, fine balance, isn't it? So we get a <laughs> yeah. lot of positivity and like it, like us or not, people are often drawn to us. So for one reason or another. Absolutely agree. And um, I need to come back to this point about, you know, because um, it really is a good point that you made and it resonates for me. I, I find truth in it for myself. Um, you spoke about the fact that the divine partners doesn't need to be just a you know, in relation to twin flame, it can be, you know, high vibrational soul connection, meaning soulmates, twin flames, divine partners. It's, it's, it's within that remit of all of those. So it's not necessarily the twin flame. And I also think with twin flames, it can be too intense and can be too triggering that that actually isn't the way forward for certain individuals and souls and that they do actually resonate with a, another soul, which is more, aligned for that divine partnership that they can yeah. consciously work together in harmony and I do believe that that can be the case and you mentioned something else about the separation which I really want to say this out loud so I'm glad I'm saying this out loud <laughs> but so for everyone listening separation just doesn't happen with twin flames it can happen no. with any of these high vibrational soul connections right Stephanie yeah, absolutely. Um, and the further you move along the journey, the separation becomes less and less important. Um, that's probably the number one thing I get asked like about the separation. Um, but like you said, it can be very intense. And when we're constantly reflecting back to somebody, what's triggering them? I mean, who wants to look at the things that we put deep dark down in our soul that are hurting us, right? Yeah. Um, so it is intense because not only the love, the trauma that comes up, um, maybe even not from that person, but it comes to the surface so that we have to heal it. Who wants to do that? I didn't want to do it. I mean, I had to, but I didn't want to, you know. Um, yeah. I did it, but yeah. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I didn't want to do it as well. And, and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> I really didn't want to do it. I mean, my one was, ooh. Um, for the listeners, they'll probably be able to realize what I'm talking about because they've heard other episodes, but um, let me not get into it. But yeah, it, 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 it's transformational and it's life changing. And, you know, I can honestly say that my, my experience of separation and what I got called to do was you know you had the YouTube channel with the readings and I'm so glad you did it and my calling was to create this podcast and how beautiful is it that now beyond the divine partnership sort of side of things there are light workers which I believe that we are 
And we are then forming these alliances to help uh, the community and the collective to raise their vibrations. So, you know, beyond the divine partnerships, this is the sort of the ripple effect, right? The, yeah. the, the wider impact, that the halo effect, let's say. Well, you are a twin flame and I'm a twin flame and we are in partnership right now. So just because of somebody else's perspective or idea of togetherness or partnership, um, it doesn't mean that we're not working in partnership with our twin flames. We are working with twin flames um, to constantly raise, you know, the vibrations and make people aware and heal and, you know, inspire them to be on their path and to do the work because you do need people there and around you and supporting you and telling you to keep going um, when it does feel like, well, maybe I should stop, but I would consider this also a divine partnership because of what we believe from our teammate that, you know, we should be working with them. But if we look at it on a broader perspective, I'm working with you. It's a divine partnership to me that I'm working with you. You yeah. are a twin flame. I'm a twin flame. And and back to, back to the kind of notion of like, we are all connected. It is all connected, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I really feel this, like being able to do this with you. I really do feel this moment. And I hope that the Soul Tribe can feel this divine partnership between yeah, us. Yeah, I'm really feeling it with you as well. Yeah, it's instant, isn't it? It's recognition. Yeah, definitely. Really. Like uh, we definitely had some fun in the previous life. <laughs> yeah. Parallel times. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if we think about without getting into the like the the um the depth of what's happening in the world today we all know that there's a lot going on and it's quite intense but you and I we're very much on the same uh sort of perspective I'd say is that we are this new earth is forming right and um, humanity is awakening so when we think about divine partnerships like this this formation right now with us but then also in maybe what has formed as a romantic divine partnership that has much more purpose than just romance, but to raise vibrations and to, to help the earth. Um, do you think that there's a lot more of these partnerships forming in order to help the new earth at the time we're in? Um, I guess forming um, is like a 3D word that we would think that, we're now coming together just in this world, but um, a twin soul, we was formed long ago. Um, but incarnating in this time, I definitely feel that, you know, yeah. we volunteered to be here at this time um, to help raise the vibrations. Absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, we're here now at this time for this reason. Um do I think we're being called or contracted this way? Um, I think twin flames will always be pulled together, and same with soulmates and soul family, really. We'll mm-hmm. always be pulled together for different things and different reasons and different times in our life, but um, we've, we've definitely incarnated at this time for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that makes sense to me as well. Like the fact that, you know, we make these contracts before we come to earth and then we have to figure out that we, we made, we made the choice to be here to, 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 to reincarnate and to do the work. That point of making the choice before we came, it, it makes sense because, you know, the twins, especially they get pulled and they can't, sometimes can't, they can't, stop themselves from being poor they don't even un- they can't comprehend it yeah. I, know, I know I couldn't and I was like go away um, yeah. and, and, and then I realized but then even the other the you know the other part of this the other twin can feel like go away and they run on or whatever they do they try to block it out but it never really goes because no. they signed up right we signed up to do the work we signed up for what I'd like to call the ascension right to ascend to a higher vibration we um 
we'll always have this place within us for them if we're not going to be together with them. There's like nobody can fill that space. Um, so I definitely feel when we're talking about this pull together, um, let's just say, forget an ascension for right this second, but we'd always be pulled together over and over. But with this added um, ascension in here, like you say, we've got um, this to do now, this work to do now. So it's a little bit more than just um, romance. I think it starts off as romance this time because it's like I call it, um, you know, a carrot on a stick being dangled for us to chase sort of thing. It gets us motivated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> motivated. The romance side of it first will get us ro- uh, motivated, but then, you know, once we get over a certain amount of space, we will definitely um, start doing the work and start ascending. Um, like it or not, if those people are um, with us or without us, right we're going to do the work and it's a lot for us to um sorry about that um it's a lot for us to understand in just this one sitting with that one question about being pulled together the twin flames because there is I, I deal with a lot of twin flames so I can see a lot of sides of it at the moment how oh, I wow. usually yeah. see how I usually see conversations. Um, it'd be better if we could just, you know, do it with our mind at some point and just, you know, without the words. But I can see a lot of it. So I feel we never can get away from them, even if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this time to help us at this moment with the ascension um it does start with that romantic element and I'm telling you I've heard some stories where it's been closer than just a random person we've met so um you might have had it easy <laughs> you might think that you had it hard but you, you might have had it easy but yeah it's to help the 5d form which started about two years ago Um, Some of us might have been noticing crossing timelines. Um, So you can feel really motivated and on track. And then all of a sudden you can feel nothing. And usually I will say, don't give your energy to your twin in 5D because it'll drain you. You'll cross timelines and you end up being unmotivated until you cross timelines again. Mm -hmm. So it can work the twins can work against each other as well so it is important to get help while working on this journey um but yeah it definitely feel you know this chasing and running uh part of it is important as well I know a lot of people who listen and say well why did we have to go through that running and chasing and they don't want to know me but um (laughs) it is it is an important part of it and it depends what stage you're at and that's why um it's very difficult just to give a straightforward answer as probably one would like um there's a lot of aspects to just each question the more you vibrate higher (laughs) Uh, so I hope if you Uh, get what I mean if not I'll bring it down a little bit there is you know different aspects when we're translating into 5d than just um the separation but they'll always be with us regardless yeah and I think that's the journey in itself like everyone that is on that journey it's not none of them are going to be comparable right it's going to be unique in its own way some people go yeah you know, separations for 20 years, maybe time is an, an illusion, let's say, but some maybe, yeah. you know, are in like a separation of six months and it's so painful, but then there's others that have gone through five, 10 years. And it's just not the same, you know, it's, it's different strokes for different folks. It depends on what. Yeah. I had a lady who was 77. Wow. I was like, I wow. was like, please God, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's older than my dad. 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, please don't tell me he's going to get one because I thought, you know, my mom's <laughs> passed now. I don't need him to have a yeah. job. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My, my um, own journey was 10 years. Um, we spent seven years in separation. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. So my own journey was like, ten, well, it's 10 years from me into now we're married. Um, but yeah. A long time was spent in separation. Um, not just, I think a lot of the time uh, people confuse that just the women are chasers. Mm-hmm. But actually, I think I did most of the running. Um, wow. Yeah. And it was about self, right? It was like mm-hmm. I didn't feel good enough, but I didn't realize that because I was a Scorpio and I had a high ego. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about the Scorpio <laughs> ego oh goodness <laughs> it's so yeah. interesting that you said you ran um do you know in my own situation um my uh it's been over I need to do the maths now time's time's <laughs> flying it's been 12 years maybe going on to 13 since meeting yeah. Uh, but I ran from day one and I got married. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, did exactly the same I, I ran so, oh, did you do the same thing? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh my God. We are literally like twins. We are twins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we have to take this one offline. <laughs> I do need to talk to you offline about some other bits anyway. <laughs> wow. So yeah. So I like seriously ran. I ran straight into a marriage and I knew like in my heart, I knew I was doing the wrong thing. But yeah. I just, my ego was like, no, but, you know, I want to, you know, I've done so well in other parts of my life. And uh, yeah. this is the other bit that I'm just going to do, just like the rest of the textbook. Um, yeah. Well, that I know better. Me. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. I know better. So then, you know, when you have to burn the textbook and then everyone thinks you're yeah. a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um so then yeah and uh it took a long time for me to even come to terms I was still running uh for such a long time and I was pushing and pushing my ego you know I was running for myself I didn't yeah. know who I was so I really do uh, resonate with what you're saying um and, and and it's interesting when you said you know regardless there'll always be that kind of connection there and yeah, um, you it's like you, you can't yeah. yeah if you try to if you focus you on to trying to get rid of it, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 like make friends with it and find peace with it and hold space that you always know that that exists but life you can still live your life right yeah yeah, yeah. and I think the minute you get away from um this is the romance that I have to be with forever um the quicker you actually get back into alignment um, that's the most difficult hurdle that people have to overcome. Um, like I said, I am married to my twin now, but I went through a lot of other stuff first. Um, and like you say, it was me running from the work. It was me running from myself and the romance part of it. Um, once you get over that, it's, it's so much easier. I would say that's the 10 of swords. It's the resolution of difficulties that you can just start moving your life forward. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel that. I mean, um, I, I feel like I've found a lot of peace. It took me a while, you know, you have to do the work and stuff. And then once you, you know, that it, I, for those that are listening, right. <laughs> and I'm laughing because it's almost like, I don't know if this happens for everyone, but Stephanie, you might you know, be able to validate what I'm saying here. But you know when you're kind of like, you're doing the work, but at the beginning, the ego is like saying, yeah, I'm doing the work because I want union. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's not going to happen. And like, it's yeah. like the universe goes, no, you think you're smart. No, that's not happening. Yeah, you think you're tricking the universe and you're keeping it in your mind. I'm just going to do this Four and days. then I'll get that back. Yeah. yeah. But then the actual reality is, as you do the work, more work comes and more work comes and the union's not even on the horizon. And that's what then really, I feel like it, it's, it, it's part of the universe's way of going, you, you need to work with dropping that ego. It needs to crumble completely. Uh, otherwise, we're not. Definitely we're not, the we're ego, not, wow. Yeah, <laughs> we're not getting anywhere. 
yeah. and, and then afterwards just doing the work and growth and everything just becomes innate yeah um, maybe it was already innate in the Scorpio but it becomes quite innate and then it's no longer about trying to do do x for y like I'll do this because yeah. I want this um <clears throat> I'm I'm doing this because it's for my highest and best good right yeah um I think like it's the highest good of all that you eventually get to um you feel like you do start off with you know um I'll relate it to myself like he started off chasing me and you know it just boosted my ego yeah yeah like it's so desirable you're like oh you can't (laughs) have me (laughs) yeah yeah so it boosted my ego and then um when I actually got into a relationship with him and we were separated then when the downfall of the ego absolutely felt soul destroying you can feel the soul separating like it's something tearing out of you and then I was like oh really this is happening to me um and I thought like you say I was avoiding it and um you know tricking the universe or tricking myself or something that I didn't care and stuff um but yeah it was it's shocking and it's a wake-up call and you just there's no other way but up people feel like you're going down but it's not it's up there's no other way but up and you see it as you release and let go and find peace Mm -hmm. you find peace with letting go I always try to tell people that the most just even in the general readings just let go and they're like no I don't want to let go of my ex but please just let go and you immediately peace everything falls into place thinking about is it the romance oracle cards where there's one called release your ex yeah (laughs) you've you've pulled that a few times on your reading (laughs) I'm like calm down everybody it's fine it means the energy let it go yeah Yeah. and that that's it isn't it it's the end it's 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 holding up energetic space that is actually not vibrationally aligned to yeah you're just adding your own blocks yeah and you don't realize that even in that moment and I always say to people and what I try to get across on my uh, channel is, you know, I'm not here for all the perfect background and everything else. I'm here to be real with you so that I hope you can get something from me that Mm -hmm. I'm trying to guide you. And that's it. I I don't want, you know, to do some fancy editing or something. I just want to give you the real so that you know you can do it. You can do it. And that by explaining that holding on just creates these blockages um, yourself. I think once you're over that, you know, you're already halfway there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I saw a video earlier and I put it on the uh, Instagram page, the story of the Divine Feminines. It was about detachment because I have a lot of like the followers saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm I'm putting those intentions out I'm trying to manifest and it's not coming through and obviously there's many reasons why it won't come through things are happening in certain times because we're pretending to ourselves <laughs> I'm doing the and work. we're creating our own blocks and if you don't yeah. detach from the outcome you know I think the video was basically saying if you detach from the outcome then others just attach to you because it's yeah. an attractive energy right yeah 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 it, and no matter how much you think that this can't happen or won't happen, it will. It will. Like the amount of challenges that me and my partner face are unbelievable. Um, but it happens and you're like, we're never going to get through this. And the divine will find a way to get you through this. That's not your business, how it comes to you and when it comes to you. Mm-hmm. Just work to raise the vibrations for the greater good. And it will just all fall in place as if by magic, you know. Um, but it's not magic, but it falls in place as if by magic. Yeah, and I, 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 I agree with that point, like falling into place. There's parts that we have to surrender to, right? Like that we are just we an entity of a very big sort of all-encompassing divine energy. So we, we're not alone in this. <laughs> no. Like I said, I find that you are my partner in this, Mm -hmm. you know, 
and that's the best thing as well. If you just um, this divine partnership that we all the twins and the volunteers have going on, if we're looking to each other as well as you know our romantic, if you like, partner, um, we're putting all the pressure on one person. Oh yeah, you know. If you can imagine just playing with one toy your whole life, and you know that person's getting worn out and poor <laughs> yeah, toy, yeah, <laughs> so it is. It's like if we, you know, can like you said earlier, like if I know how to grow a seed or source the seed, and you know how to cultivate it, it's everybody has a part to play, and that's when I said when I meet you. Um, I, I don't feel like it's abnormal anymore. I'm just like, yeah, I knew somebody was coming. Um, yeah. And when you go here, I'm just like, hey, you, I know you. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I, I like the dynamic that we've got as well, because I like to be called Steph and you like to be called Stephanie. And that just works yeah. <laughs> so well for me. <laughs> so we can, we can tell us apart. We, yeah, we yeah we can be differentiated and still have the same name, and yeah, that's that's a really cool thing. Um, you know, Stephanie, I and I and I I wanted to just touch on this. You know, I I think it's a really good point here, and it's for especially for the soul tribe listening that resonate with divine partnerships or soulmates, twin flame journeys. You know, you're a tarot reader and you do such great readings, right? Such great general readings. But I know that specifically you're not doing readings around twin flames. And I know that there's a purpose for this and a reason why, Um, you know, and I just wanted you to sort of talk around that because it can be quite a sensitive um, area and general readings can trigger many. And so I just wanted to, you know, pick your brains and for you to just share your thoughts around, you know, why you keep it away from general readings um because I think it's very careless um to you know put out there on a general reading when anybody can see I mean I have a 16 year old son who shares it with his classmates (laughs) um (laughs) you know so (laughs) anybody can get it um and they could be in a terrible situation um and really think they're in a twin flame connection and think, you know, because I love this person so much and I'll accept it from them because they're my twin flame. I think it's very careless to tell everybody you're on a twin flame journey. Um, I do believe that we're all made in twos. um, So there's somebody out there for everybody, but I don't believe we're all twin souls. Yeah. Um, So I think it's very careless to put it out there. I mean, each to their own. Mm -hmm. Um, I do see and understand why they want to get the message out there and they want to. Sometimes it does come up in my readings and I kind of skirt around it a little bit and say, you know, you'll know because I do believe you will know. Um, Like we recognize each other as twins and we're not each other's twin, Um, but we still recognize each other. So, I believe you will know as an individual, and if you're a twin flame, you will know yourself if you're on this twin flame journey. I do give a, a few pointers, but I don't want to be careless or neglectful and say, hey, you're a twin flame, because a lot of people watch and absorb everything. Yeah. And I yeah. don't want to do that. And that's why as well, I tried to, even though they're love readings, I tried to give a broader message than just hey you know it's a third party situation I tried to get people to look at it from a different point of view um and there are other readers out there that will do the twin flame um reads but I don't think everybody should be putting it out there carelessly as general reads I mean if a twin flame comes to me I read for them personally I have a lot of women and men who I work with personally, but not as a general reader. I think it's careless and it's helping to romanticize this twin flame energy that it's just a love partnership. And I don't believe it is. We have some people saying, just love your twin endlessly. So if somebody's in a difficult situation (laughs) or a relationship and they're just loving somebody endlessly who's not loving them or, 
you know, if they're not in a good position, um, I feel like it can, it's dangerous as well just to be so careless. Um, and I couldn't live with that on my conscious just to say, hey, stay with that person and send yeah. them love and light, you know. So. Yeah, you know, no, I, I totally respect that, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because um, I, I, I really am humbled by the fact that you do that, and I think it's, it's, um, it says a lot, especially for those that are listening. Right, um, there are there are some that will know that they're they're twins, and they'll just know, and their intuition is very on point, and they're very much receptive, and they know. And if they come across a general reading, maybe they're um, in a good enough space to differentiate what resonates and they've got that sort of understanding, but not everyone does. I've come no. across, you know, as I've started to do my soul's work and um, take on my mission work, I've had twins attract to me. This is what happens, right, Stephanie? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and all kinds of ages, <laughs> a 60-year-old yeah. in one case, uh, an ex-boyfriend's mum, actually, yeah. which was crazy. Yeah, um, it's just in the weirdest places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, what? But, you know, what I did notice is that they're all at different points and some really are like, oh, I'm aware and everything. And some are like still just quite um, new to things and new to themselves, like, as yeah. a whole, as as in terms of doing the work and understanding the journey, like they're well um, sort of in that sort of initiation of just starting to come to terms with things. So fast forward and they read, a, they, they, they look at a general reading, sorry, and that could really throw someone that is not really meant to be hearing that and they don't, they yeah. can't sort through that information. Um, yeah. And then those that don't want to leave, you know, like maybe they are a twin. There could be so many different situations. They might not even be a twin. They are a twin. But, you know, there's a part where you have to claim back your power and set your boundaries and put yourself first and really look after self. If if there's a point where it's being romanticized to your to what you said, then you're like, oh, well, I can't leave because they're my divine. But you know what I mean? Like then you're really that. They're stuck in a ditch. So um, I really respect what you're saying there. And I think that it's a really honorable uh, decision. And for those that are listening, um, personally, I, you know, everyone's going to be in different points in their journey. So you may feel like you can watch general readings and, and you can different, differentiate. You know when it's for you. You know it's not for you. You don't, you know, it doesn't trigger you. You're quite able to do that and some of you might think this is just a whole lot of nonsense or I just can't get through it um maybe it is best to go and seek for a personal reading you know Stephanie's more than welcome um uh, to, to to do it I'm sure she wouldn't mind uh taking on um that and I would I- say to uh the people that when general readings are not resonant resonating with you great that's a sign you should be getting personal readings. If they did and no longer do, that's wonderful. You've outgrown the energy of the masses. Mm. So you need to then take it to the next step. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would advise. Like when people say to me, the general readings are not resonating. I'm like, great. They're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, because, you know, if you can think the energy of the world and what's happening, uh, there's so many people tuned into watching the media and, you know, feeling down and stuff. When you've outgrown that, you're ready to be able to help raise the vibration. Yeah. And that's when you should be getting, you know, onto your work more, not shouting at your reader online because, yeah, general readings are not for twin flames at all. You know, you should be um, either getting help with it or, you know, researching it. Uh, any way you choose to um, but twin flames really shouldn't be um, unless you're on my channel (laughs) getting general readings because yeah it's not only about love yeah absolutely it's funny because I started to realize that I could sort of hone in on some messages of cards and I've done some 
readings for the Instagram page, but it's very much general, not not specifically calling on love or twin flames. It's whatever yeah. wants to come through. And it's normally around moon cycles. And, you know, yeah. the followers do resonate with it. And it's nice because it it might talk about career or just general life. And that, yeah. that for me, feels right, right, Stephanie? But yeah. I don't think I could, I, I don't think I could do anything like um, a proper twin flame general tarot type reading. Um, yeah. It would have to be someone coming to me and going, can you help me sort of and 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 I'll look at it but I'm I'm not been doing it as long as you and I'm just on my journey I didn't even realize I could do it um yeah I'm, I'm literally just we are twins aren't we <laughs> yeah. um, and then and, and then next the podcast of Stephanie Wharton comes out so <laughs> um but yeah so yeah I, I'm just glad you just we talked about that I, I really just wanted to get that point across because um yeah. And, and can I bring up one more thing when it comes to readings? Do you find, do you come across some, you know, uh, people that want readings, they get a bit over obsessed. So they, they don't trust themselves and they constantly want readings. Do you come across that type of energy? Um, I do. And I even get energy that I don't want to read for. Wow. Uh, so as soon as they email me, I'll be like, I'm sorry, but no. And I think that shocks people. They think, what do you mean? No, you have to. I'm like, well, no, I don't. Um, but I do get um, a few people who constantly um, want readings with me. Um, and I say, look, you've got to learn to trust yourself. Um, so I don't let them over upset. I can't stop them going to other people. Um, yeah. But I do say to them, I think a lot of the time, once somebody is connected with me as well, I connect with them on email all the time and I'll, they'll say, do you think I need a reading? And I say, well, I think it's up to you, but I want you to learn to trust your intuition. What is it telling you right now? And then I usually talk them down and um, wow. we move forward like that. But I, I do, I get um, people who maybe even won't take what I say, I always tell them, hey, I'm a Scorpio. I'm coming here to love you, but it might not be what you want to hear, first of all. Eventually, everyone comes back and says, thank you. Um, but it might take them a while to get there. Um, mm. Yeah, so I do have to say no quite often. And I think pe that would surprise people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, no, I just wanted to bring that up because I think that there is a balance, right, with everything in life. And as much there as, is. The, as, much as the energy reading is spiritual, you're still off balance. Yeah, yeah. And as much as the readings can help, it's being able to have them to help um, at certain points, but not to kind of rely on them because ultimately all the answers come from within, don't they? Yeah. Like if you're constantly getting tarot readings, you are not working on yourself you're getting somebody else to tell you the answer and you asked me about separation and it was like we get used to in this life um knowing the answer of like two plus two equals four like as we're mm -hmm. kids at school we know the answer um, and we've got to do the working out right and it's the working out that's important even in exams at school it's the working out you get extra points for yeah. Um, so it's the same as life, you know, doing the actual work is where we get the knowledge. We're here to learn the lesson, get the knowledge. And that's where it happens in the working out and doing the work ourselves. So if somebody else is saying, hey, yeah, they're returning, you're not actually doing it with blind faith. Yeah. You're doing it with the knowledge. So that can also sort of like hold you back a little bit. Right. Because some people do need settling. Um, you know, or helping actually walking away. I think a lot of people don't understand that as well. They probably just think it's about, you know, getting back together with somebody. Some some people just need to hold your hand while they walk away because they have no one. Mm -hmm. And that's what pushed me to actually start the channel and gave me that extra courage because I did feel like, no, I don't want to do it. Um, but it gave me the extra courage to think I could hold somebody's hand through a difficult time yeah and yeah I think that's probably explains most why I why I did it but the separation and is so important because 
we need time for ourselves. If I was didn't have the separation, I would have still been laying around thinking I'm the queen of everything. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Like <laughs> with my ego so high. <laughs> yeah, I would have. I'm, I don't even lie about myself. Um, but it's so important, you know, to have that time on your own because you need to get to know yourself all over again. You don't even know who you are when you go through that death and rebirth. You're a different person. Yeah. So how do you expect to know who this new person is and then get to know somebody else who's going through their stuff? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's the it's the working out and the work in between that's important rather than the answer and the final destination. Um and I feel like once you sort of know that, you start to enjoy the journey a little bit more. Yeah, you're so right. Um, I can resonate with that. I remember I just wanted to know, is there ever going to be a union? I remember one of my first tarot readings that I asked. Yeah. <laughs> When's union coming? And then it was like, th- that that is just definitely not on the cards. You know what I mean? It was, and then I, yeah. when I look back in hindsight, I would never ask that question. You know, I think I asked it once yeah. or twice years ago. Yeah. I'd never ask that question. If for me, it's kind of like, why would I ask that question for? That's ridiculous. But it was a journey, <laughs> right? I, I still wouldn't ask that question. I wouldn't even want to know. Or certain Be things in life. Ego as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, my e- my ego got put to bed, or let's just say got yeah. buried six foot under. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephanie, this has been such an amazing conversation, and I'm really grateful to have had your wisdom and you to share some, you know, some personal insight, which I think is so profound and so valuable to uh, the soul tribe so thank you so much for being here today and for sharing oh, thanks for having me so um i want to wrap up and i just wanted to let everyone know where you could find stephanie so first of all the youtube channel which i love all scars heal tarot card reader i'm going to put a link into the description box um, of Spotify and YouTube so you guys can check it out and I'll tag Stephanie's channel uh, from YouTube as well so you guys can have easy access to go to the channel and also on TikTok she's at all scars heal and Instagram is Stephanie with a ph w150 but I'll put all of this information into the description of this episode And with that being said, Stephanie, thank you so much. Again, lots of love and light to you and all of your insight and wisdom that you shared with us today. Thank you. Love and light to you all.